yeah. Hello, Vineyard. Hi, everybody. Good morning. Welcome good to, morning. Uh, or good evening, depending on when you watch it. But welcome to the Hello, Vineyard podcast. Uh, once again, very soon we'll be back in the studio. I hope we, uh, we're, we're doing some major remodeling in the sanctuary where we generally record the podcast and. So uh, they drug me in. Yeah, so we've. <laughs> we've brought Alice into the mix and, uh, while the work is ongoing over there. And so I'm just doing it from my home office and, um, Anyway, we're happy to get uh, with you and answer a few questions. Uh, not as many questions this week, but a few good ones. Yeah. And then uh, I want to talk about the new app a little bit anyway. Okay. So it uh, it gives us a chance to do that. And I'll tell you what songs are coming up this weekend because uh, I talked oh, to Douglas about the worship set. That's going to be good. And I'll tell you a little bit about uh, what next week's uh, message will be about. So all those things are um, going to happen hopefully here unless i forget by the time i get to the end which sometimes happens so <laughs> you never know we'll try to do it this time. so uh, uh without anyway how are you any i'm good yeah, i'm good how are you how are you how's your coffee i my made you coffee coffee's good thank you yes yeah, i'm enjoying my coffee cheers coffee grab your coffee yeah your yeah yeah there we go of course it, if they're watching this at night don't we don't, don't recommend coffee yeah yeah unless you can handle it yeah, i guess some people can douglas can drink coffee at night yeah not me yeah, so this one goes on Facebook at seven, and bedtime for me is eight, so I'm not having no coffee. No, <laughs> we're not. We're of a certain age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do get up early. You guys. Okay, good. Right, Glad you good. Good. Here we go. Okay, question number one. Yes. Please explain another puzzling Bible verse, Exodus four twenty four. Obviously, this has something to do with circumcision, but does verse 24 mean the Lord wanted to kill Moses or kill his son? It sounds strange either way, especially since God has just talked Moses into going to Egypt to confront Pharaoh. Exodus 4, 24 through 26. You read the passage. Okay. At a lodging place on the way, the Lord met Moses and was about to kill him. But Zephora took a flint knife, cut off her son's foreskin, and touched Moses' feet with it. Surely you are a bridegroom of blood to me, she said. So the Lord let him alone. At that time, she said bridegroom of blood, referring to circumcision. Yeah, there's, uh, there's actually quite a few different ways to look at this passage. And um, I'll, I'll go with the most common way. And then I'll let you, you can do some research because there's some other ways that you might interpret this passage. Right. But uh, generally what's thought of here is that the problem was that Moses had not um, circumcised his son. And Hmm. he's, um, now there could have been pushback from Zephora, which there probably was, uh, Uh and also the Midianites because that's not what they do. And that's where Moses was now. So he might have been hesitant on those but covenant was a circumcision that circumcision was a covenant demonstrated the covenant between God and his people. And so it was a significant deal. And, and, and so he's avoided it. Well, you know, God is sending him to confront Mero, uh, Pharaoh and they're going to deal with firstborn and that whole thing. And the issue is the normal way of looking at this is what happening is, is that Moses has sinned. The sin of Moses is he hasn't, had his firstborn son circumcised and if he's not going to do that then he can't go and be the voice and everything that god has called him to do and um so it's sin scripture tells us the wages of sin is death so that's pretty significant um and if if he was not going to honor god in this then there was going to be some major issues now i just think it all had to come to a head and get dealt with before he could go and be 
what he needed to be. And there was this opportunity, obviously, because, you know, God doesn't kill him. Um, instead, Moses and Sephora circumcised their son, uh, which is what needed to happen in this case. So um, I think it had a lot to do with um, Moses setting the example, for mm-hmm. one thing. Uh, you know, you can't be a leader and not set an example. Um, and, um, you know, also being willing to honor God and be obedient, um, all those things are in there and a refusal to do those things. Um, you know, especially, you know, we're very fortunate on this side of the cross in that we have Jesus. So, uh, you know, and he's, he's paid for all that mess. Not that we're supposed to be disobedient or, you know, not lead by example. Um, and, and, uh, we're blessed. Uh, and, and yet here, this was a, this was a pretty dicey situation, but God moves into it. Now, like I said, you may want to do some more research because there's some other thoughts in what was actually being said there. And, and, um, you, you can read it, read more of that chapter and there's more context with what's going on. I don't want to get into it right now, but it could be a, it could be a completely different situation. I'm just going to tell you that so that you have something to look into. And, uh, and and uh, but you can go and and you, you may want to Google well who who was God going to kill mm-hmm. uh, in Exodus four twenty four and see if you don't find some other options there. Right. But anyway, that's uh that's certainly an interesting story. But I think you know the the most normal way that people take a look at this is that um, it was just Moses not following through with what he needed to do, setting the example he needed to set, about to confront Pharaoh. Uh, and needing to be, you know, sort of wholly in alignment with God mm-hmm. and God's plan. Uh, and so all those things were in play there. Yeah. It does seem brutal. I mean, for those of us in, in our culture today, you know, he's going to kill you unless you, you know, so it's a difficult thing to reconcile with this. So I get, I get the question. Also, we have this saying at church with everybody, with the staff, finish your circles. Yeah. So <laughs> it's like yeah. Moses Finish, yeah, your, finish circle. your circle. You're doing these things. Do this. <laughs> yeah. But, but the, you know, the point that when you see something that blatant is, the, I think we examine the cross and, and we, if we're not careful, we stop thinking about right. what took place there yeah. and how that was, how brutal that was. Exactly. And what needed yes. to happen for our sin and that we can never take that for granted mm-hmm. ever. And that, and that God came and did it. Uh, and you know, it was horrible. Um, and so there's, there is this sin is that horrible and, and the, the way to cover and pay for sin is that big a deal. And the consequence of sin is death. So all those things sort of stay there in, in the picture and you you need to be aware of that, particularly as you're reading through the Old Testament. Mm -hmm. Amen. Yeah. Okay. You ready? Mm -hmm. If there is someone close to you who claims to be a part of the body, but is still, or again, going in their own way, how do you handle this without coming from a judgmental point of view? John 15, 2 is quoted in Romans 11, 17 through 24, and Matthew 7, 5. So I'm going to read John 15, 2. It's, he cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. And the Romans passage is just another branch passage, so okay. you'll be fine. Okay. That Matthew 7, 5 says, you hypocrite, first take the plank which you quoted out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. So, yeah, um, there, there can be varying things depending on what the person who claims to be part of the body mm-hmm. on what they're actually doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you, you know, it's 
it's places we can agree and disagree on for a lot of times. Now, yeah. sometimes it's they're 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 saying, well, no, I'm a believer, but they're living so contrary to it. Then, you know, there's it's very hard to find any sort of ground to um, have some unity over. Yeah. You know, like I always think, um, you know, for me, it's it's, you know, is is the questions, you know, the main things to me would be, you know, Jesus miraculously born virgin birth jesus perfect sinless life jesus died defeated death rose again jesus that these are the sort of those things we have to be in agreement on uh, i'll be kind to people that don't agree with that and i'm I, they're certainly Absolutely. entitled to whatever their opinion is Absolutely. but i mean if we're going to talk about relationship other things you know I, I think a lot of times we have to be able to allow holy spirit to yeah. um work on those things in us so so if if we agree on the basics, uh, but we're starting to have some disagreement on which we all generally have on the these things that I would say are not necessarily basic. Well, then, you know, the mature thing there would be to love one another and leave those for Holy Spirit to yeah. help either one of us mm-hmm. come to a different sort of understanding of that. And, you know, over time, a lot of things, I think the more, you know, I was trying to talk about this last weekend, the more we press in, mm-hmm. the the more we sort of engage, the more we learn and and then we realize how little we know and then we learn some more. And, and so our, you know, we, we, uh, we are open to how big God is and what that means. And that there is some room to allow for some tension in what we hang on to. Um, and that actually, you know, we can probably in the kingdom have a couple of, views that may not line up about things, but still both be okay and moving right. in the right direction. So, you know, there, there are all these things. However, if someone is way out of bounds, then, you know, um, we always talk about this. You have to put boundaries up with uh, family people and close people and, and boundaries are put up in love and what and they, sorrow. and sorrow, but what they basically say is no. Uh, and, I uh, yeah, I love, you know, boom. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, I just can't get behind that or, well, you know, okay. And then, you know, we still try and we want to love these people and um, we want to be an example for them. And you're right. If we do it in a judgmental way, we lose it. So it has to be in a in a place of mercy and grace and love that is able to stand on what we understand to be true. And, and yet, um, you know, still love people, even if they they're way out of it, but not be, you know, it's, it's not a, uh, it's not that it's going to move us away from what we know to be true. Um, right. it's, it's a desire to somehow maintain um, fellowship, even if it's for the purpose of ultimately hoping that they're one back into the kingdom. If it's that far off, right. um, that, that the goal then would be to, you know, you're going to help um, lead them back mm-hmm. into a relationship that would make a difference. So these things, yeah, they're, they're very difficult. We're mm-hmm. going to find those things. You're going to find them in families and relationships. You can find them in churches. Oh, yeah. Um, which is why, you know, ultimately why there's so many churches. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. because there's these disagreements that they just don't seem to be able to work through. And, uh, so that's all part of it. And then, you know, that I talked about the blank in the eye Sunday, if you were watching last weekend. And I brought that up in the midst of being judgmental and, and, uh, uh, and, you know, saying that we are allowed to inspect fruit and that should be something we do. The, the idea is, um, this weekend I'm going to be talking about mercy a little bit and, and, uh, we're supposed to be merciful, but 
we, I think our fallback most of the time is more judgmental, which is why Jesus was saying, hey, 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 hey. Right. Um, because it's easier to be judgmental yeah. than it is to be merciful. You have to work <laughs> harder. To be, you have to look deeper yeah. to be merciful. You have to yeah. look at pain and, 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 and compassion. Sorry, uh, no, and you're good. I, yeah. I just think, and the, the reason I think that verse that Jesus said is, when you realize how much mercy you need because of the plank in your own eye, then you go, oh, you know, I, but the judgmental thing is to look around that plank and see the speck in somebody else. And that's what Jesus is trying to get us to avoid. Right. And, and there's something about, you know, this, this coming weekend sermon is on blessed are the merciful for they will be shown mercy. And I, I really think when we are constantly aware of our need for mercy, it's much easier to be merciful. But I would say that our often our fallback position is judgment. So it's a balance. So it's not like we don't look at things and examine things because we do. It just can't be the first thing that we do because we you can't ignore. No. You know, like, people being way off. You, you can't. But you can still love them and think, OK, well, that's, you know, look at what is the fruit in that. And, you know, is how does that line up with scripture? It, it just can't be our sort of fallback position. Mercy, love. But then, you know, a, a boundary setting kind of loving whole thing where we're always we're looking for the best. But we're aware that that sometimes we, um, you know, the enemy's alive and active right. and deceptive and is doing all those things. So th- I said a lot around that yeah. question. I hope some of it helps. <laughs> well, in thinking about, you know, the ultimate goal is you want everybody back in right with Christ. You want them. Right. right. So and it's the kindness of the Lord that leads us to repentance. And if you judge that person and they feel it, they aren't going to be able to come back to you if they want back in, you know, I mean, there has to be boundaries with the ability to, to hopefully minister to them at some point, if that's needed. Ready for the next one. Do it. In verse 16 of the scripture reading, what did Paul mean by saying we once regarded Christ according to the flesh, but we no longer regard him in this way. Is this the early church growing in their knowledge of who Jesus really is or something else? And that's 2 Corinthians 5.16, and and this is it. So from now on, we regard no one from a worldly point of view. Though we once regarded Christ in this way, we do so no longer. Yeah. Um, What I think this has to do with is is, um, uh, we have to begin to see things in the eyes of new creation. Mm -hmm. And... He's saying that we used to look at Jesus differently before he went to the cross, defeated death, rose again. You know, all the things that happened there, right? He's the firstborn. He he defeated death, the power of death. He knocked it all down, took care of all the consequences of sin. And he in him now we have this idea of new creation. He's the first. And so uh, we've talked about this a lot. We Then we understand all of the promises that are coming and the revelation stuff and, and you know, new heaven coming to earth and new physical bodies and things being restored. And, and so I've spent a lot of time over the last number of series talking about this particular issue. Well, with that in mind, I think what Paul is saying is you need to look at the world this way. You need to look at life this way right. with a new creation perspective. And so many things are answered in that. Like, so, that, you know, for, for what so what we're supposed to be doing already is modeling new creation mm-hmm. um, and we don't do it very well but but the the more yielded we are to Holy Spirit and leaning in and pressing in our relationship with Jesus, the more likely we are to model new creation and and so remember I tell you it's here in part right just not fully here the kingdom is broken in the kingdom is here but not fully here yeah. we know what's coming right. and yet it's here. 
in, in effect, in some part, these things are happening. And so we're supposed to be looking with those eyes, these new creation mm-hmm. eyes, and trying to see life that way now, wherever we can. And so this is the big deal. Uh, and what he's talking about here, we, we used to look at the world this way until Jesus came. And now because of what he's done, now we have this whole new creation mindset that we need to be dealing with and looking through and understanding. We're putting on the new self. All these things are in there. We're taking off the old. We put on the new. Mm-hmm. These are new ways of looking and new ways of seeing, and new ways of living and new ways of relating and new ways of understanding, you know, and it's this renewing of our minds and all that stuff is going on. So great question. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's this now it's how we see things, perceive things, how we look at things. Yeah, what it, yeah, all those things are so critical to this discussion. So that's really good. The beloved now and the not yet. The now and the not yet. Yeah. I could go off on that for a while. You but could. I, I probably won't. Okay. All right. That's good. I could, though. <laughs> no. Well, I Yeah. <laughs> okay. The kingdom is here. The kingdom it's not is fully here. here. It's not fully here. I wish it was. Inaugurated. I know, but not yet. Yeah. Defeated. Not consummated. Not departed. The enemy. So worship this week going to be great. I, yeah. I talked to Douglas earlier before we started, and I said, hey, what's the set this week? Raise a hallelujah. Raise I like that hallelujah. one a lot. New one they've been doing, Fresh Wind. Yes. Um, oh, good standard, mm. great is thy faithfulness. Yeah. You know, up, updated a little, but still awesomeness. Mm-hmm. I think Graves in the Gardens. I love that one. If you've ever heard me um, talk about garden to garden to garden, uh, you'll relate to it in that yeah. song, you know, when I – when I talk about how, how you know, the, the first Adam turned his garden into a grave, yeah. but Jesus, the second Adam, turned his grave into a garden. And there's so much in there that I'd yeah. love to talk to you about again, but I won't right at the moment. But uh, It's a good song. I always enjoy that song. As I said, next week, um, we're going to be in the fifth beatitude, uh, Matthew mm-hmm. 5, 7, blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. And I am going to weave in the story of the Good Samaritan. Mm. And uh, nice. I think it's going to be, I'm looking forward to it. It's a great story, great parable. And uh, so that uh, hopefully will be a very impactful thing. Uh, and, you know, that this is, these the first four attitudes are, are kind of reminders of what make sure we're not doing and, and doing yeah. in the right way. And then this one is what we need to be doing and not doing in the wrong way. And, uh, always a paradox, people. Yeah, there's always something going oh, on. So yeah. this is, this is now, mm. this new life in us should be merciful. And like I said, our, I think our standard fallback is less than merciful. It's more judgmental. Yeah. Uh, and so it's a, it's a big, big calling for us. Also, I want to, um, I want to show you, I, this is not the best way to do this, but I want to talk to you about the new app. Our techie people will yell at us. Yeah, they'll do it differently, but <laughs> I, I'm on here. So the new app now, you go to the app stores, whatever one you use, and you look for Keys Vineyard Church. Yeah. The old one is Keys Vineyard. Not the great guy. Not the great guy. You're looking for the new logo. And then get that loaded up. Really cool. Just a couple yeah. of features here. So um, one of the things that um, this will do for you is this. Uh, the top one is the last number of sermons that are in there. And just before we go live, there'll be another block that pops on top of that. And yeah. we'll say, hey, we're about to go live and you can watch Click. it right here. Also now this uh, and I'm hoping that you'll download this and just use this if, if, if you're you watching like the sermon or mm-hmm. come. But it's the notes. And, uh, you know, we used to do paper notes. We're, we're not going to get back to that. Um, this is fill-in notes and all of the um, messages here. And then you can, uh, right here is where you would type in the answer to the notes. Mm-hmm. And if you want to add your own notes, you just click on this bubble. Uh, 
here and you can type in all the notes you want. And then at the end of this, you would just scroll down and you would email it to yourself. Mm-hmm. I think that's a it's a wonderful thing. Um, Some of us like to take notes, so we bring notebooks. Okay, this but world. I know, I know. It's it's okay. Whatever. As, as my you, son would say, it's 2021. I know, okay. Douglas. Yeah, there you go. Uh, also, here I put right for you, so you can ask questions if you have a question. Um, I'm surprised more people don't ask questions because wow. I'm like. You can ask me a question. So anyway, that's just me. I'm surprised about a lot of things. Um, the Bible is here so you can get it. Uh, ways to give online. Um, what's that one? If you need prayer requests, you can do it. And then uh, upcoming events, you click on those things. They're all there for you at the touch of a button. And then right down at the bottom, the, this is the Connect screen. And these are all the groups that are happening during the week. And also there's a link here to the new website, which is up and running now. It's so and nice. You can get there now. It's yeah. already keysvineyard.com will take you to the new website. If you still are kind of hooked to the old one, keysvineyard.org will take you to the old one. But the new website is up. We're working on it every yeah. day. It's very functional now. Yeah. This is going to get better and better and better. Yeah. And so, um, Thank you, I'm, so yeah, I'm very excited about that. And uh, information about groups is here. And then this is where you can watch the latest sermons, the latest um, worship. Um, the latest podcast, the latest worship songs are there. Okay. And uh, they got it. They got it? They You're got telling it. me to stop? Well. Then your you voyage know, is there. Yeah. It is so we cool. Have a, we have a little thing. Oh, you want to do a thing? We next, have a little thing. Next Steps is here, too, if you're a new believer. There's things to do. Newcomers love. Yeah. But we have things. a visitor. Fine, fine. Bring the visitor in. We have a visitor. So some of you, if you listen to either the 930 or 11 o'clock service, heard about somebody. And so she wanted to make an appearance. Yeah. I'll be re- right back. Just she talk really amongst yourself. Yeah, okay. You be nice. Come here for a So, Here's my bumblebee. That's our dog Mia. This is Mia. She's Thank been dressed in a bumblebee outfit. Because you heard and, about And now she is basically immobile. She's not. She, <laughs> she's very good. She was in a bed refusing to move. She's not. Not. That's not true. Tell him. <laughs> this was all because of the joke about well dressed people and dogs and she just pants. So she's dressed as a bumblebee, yeah. and this is something that Alice wanted to share today. Yeah, because I'm so, so theological. That's so. our girl. And, uh, and we our, love you guys. Yeah, that's really love good. Your, love your puppies. Love your kitties. And love everybody you love got. Each other. Love each other. Love God. This is what we got. Yeah. And I'm uh, so thankful for a little bit of time together. And um, God bless you guys. And uh, goodbye, Vineyard. We love you. Bye-bye.